You're listening to The Kylo Show, the podcast where we talk about how to keep your love on no matter what and why whole healthy families are going to save the world. And it starts right now. Hello and welcome to The Kylo Show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Here we are. Uh-huh. We made it to 2024. I know. Does that seem like a space age number not too long ago? It is funny watching videos or movies that are like set in 2015 and yeah. you're like, mm, well, wow, you know, yeah. I think we made it through. They, if they would have done a 2020 movie back in the day, yeah, yeah. that would have just been spooky. Yeah, they did. It was called Trapped in New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 2000, Space Odyssey 2001 was a yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh thing the to The things us. that we would have. Yeah. It's nothing like that. The flying cars, the outer space homes. There's quite a few things that I... The, I know. The Jetsons. The disappointment that, you know, we... Uh, the things that we're... Having accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. So AI is making its uh, a strong debut this, yeah, this yeah. end of this last year. So, True. Um, so, I mean, that, uh, who knows what that'll do this year. Because it was already coming on strong last year, so oh, well, it's just yeah, it's 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 a part of our life. It's it's, it's a part of our forever life. Forever there now. There's the early adopters. There's the mm, okay, I'll try it, and then there's the they'll never take me. Yeah, they'll never take me alive. I did see a something. Um, I think it was McDonald has like a mm-hmm. humanless yeah like service. Like they don't have any. So, like, there's no humans working, right? Which I don't, I don't know how that works for for human error. Like, I think about human error. Like, I made a mistake. I added pickles. I don't want pickles on my uh-huh. whatever. How do you, how do you talk all, to the all robot? The, all the human error is now on the ordering side. It, yeah, yeah. So it's just interesting. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Well, um, makes you want to just take a look at life around you and how it's all changed so rapidly and it's only going to continue to do so. So there's a few things that we do lock on to and the design of, of, you know, kind of how we run things around loving on purpose. You know, our Kylo University is, is really set up to where our students take a, 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 a long look at their connection with God Mm-hmm. And what can be learned and, and the adjustment, and then what what can be learned in their connection to their own heart, and what can be learned and what what adjustments need to happen, and then their connections with others. And so, God, self, and others has become a part of really our framework and our um, our focus here, at loving on purpose. And so, when we talked about you know, the new year, and we thought, well, you probably ought to take a look at your relational priorities. And um, so we thought, well, why don't we just spend a little bit of time maybe reflecting on, um, like, God. Like, you know, my my relationship with the Lord is has been through a lot lately, you know? <laughs> it's been through a lot, you know, with all the... All the. Uh, I'm only laughing because we live at the same house. We work the same company, so yeah, 
we have a lot of the same stressors. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, there's just been a lot that has happened in in a short period of time, and um, I feel like I had you know t- the the global shutdown and all that went with that first couple of years, and then and now everybody's trying to figure out a, a, a crazy economy and then a crazy global scheme. You know, like okay. Yeah. What what doesn't change is Jesus is the king and he knows what's going to happen. And all I got to do is stay connected to him. Hold on. I just got to stay connected to him and and be about my father's business. I mm-hmm. have to, you know, I have to really refocus a whole bunch of my attention to what's he doing, not what's the enemy doing. What's what's the spirit of this world doing? Because I think that's where the anxiety comes from is the more attention that you pay to what looks like absolute societal collapse, you, you feel powerless. But when you actually stay focused on who is the Lord, what is my assignment, and... Am I about my father's business? Then when we get through all of this, that's really what's going to matter. What, sure. you know, what isn't going to matter is that I got my social, political, economic way. Well, I think the uh, as our students have learned, the our God portion of Kyler University is the, the longest portion because it is the most important relationship we have and due to all those distractions like you've described and then some I don't know because God isn't this crashing demanding threatening presence that we feel I think he that priority kind of gets put wayside Mm -hmm. which is why we emphasize it so much in our school but in the beginning of the year thinking about, you know, what is he really saying? What is he doing? What is he going to do? What Mm -hmm. did he do? I think that place of, um, you know, really the reflection of it and um, knowing that the, probably the, the outcome of the year ahead of us could look so much more hopeful, engaging, enjoyable, mm-hmm. fun, connected if you start it with prioritizing your relationship with the Lord. You right. anchor yourself to some uh, truth. I, I think uh, when King David, you know, I, I can only imagine what it, it would have been like to live in that day as a king. <laughs> I was reading you know, something and I'm like, this is such a weird thought. It's like it feels like movies when you. Well, it's I, just, that's the only thing the I have. King, you know, the king is, um, you, you know, he's he, he didn't have it great. You know, he, he's. Uh, I think about living in that day and mm-hmm. how life worked and how fragile pretty much everything is, and how inconvenient pretty much everything is, and. And you're the king, so it goes way down from there. But I think of the character of David again and again being this guy that 
wanted to be faithful, wanted to be seen by God, wanted to know God. And I think that really is our our assignment. It's mm. really, do I know Jesus? Do I know what he's like, what he likes? How am I helping my connection with him and how am I hurting my connection with him? And and am I paying attention to that? Do I, uh, do I really believe he's guiding my steps or am I so clueless that I'm not only disconnected from him, I'm disconnected from my own heart and I'm disconnected from the people around me and I think I'm supposed to live like this. So when King David in Psalm 139 says, you know, search me and know me, Mm. you know, examine me. I think everything starts with your willingness to be in the light. You know, are you willing to be in the light with God? Can he actually steer you, shape you, teach you, uh, rebuke you, convict you? Will you adjust to that? Or are you pretty just set on being lord and master of your own life and you know and then blaming everybody for the stuff that you injure them with <laughs> i think about the god i invite your searching gaze into my heart yeah yeah talk about ultimate uh feedback <laughs> yeah if 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 it's you know if you're really connected <laughs> yeah I just think that is a, uh, it could be so confronting of, you know, are you willing and ready to hear what I guess the Lord has to say Yeah. in that, in his cry of search me and know me. Yeah. Do you trust the Lord? Because you're about to find out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we live in a day where everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Mm-hmm. And so... I work with a lot of leaders. I work with a lot of folks that are, uh, they've built a world where you would think they pray this prayer. Mm. You know, you would, you, you, you're kind of looking from the outside, you say, oh my gosh, that person's just walking in the light with the Lord. I mean, look at them. And then, it, you know, it, it comes out that, oh no, 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 they are doing whatever the heck they want. Because they're accountable to no one, mm. starting with God. You're like, whoa, whoa, how in the world? And it's because we we get a walk in the shadow thing going on in our lives. And when the Lord says, hey, we do nothing, we don't adjust. And that actually ends up injuring our 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 experience and and the voice of God in our lives is is changed by our heart getting harder in areas of our life. And so this would be a great time to slow down and to just begin to say, okay, is my heart getting hard in any area of my life? Is there any area where I say, oh, Lord, search me and know me except right here? <laughs> So don't yeah. look in that closet. <laughs> yeah, this right here, th- I got this. Mm-hmm. And whenever we set it up like that, we're deceiving ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's 
I guess the invitation for looking at this year, 2024, is, you know, are are you willing to ask those questions to the Lord to invite him into a space where you can develop this relationship and you can have, um, I guess, a, a change and a shift and enter into a, a more intimate space. You know, you, you were saying earlier you work with leaders that, you know, you would think would have these things all figured out or or that they'd be so so vulnerable and transparent with the Lord. I work with parents, a lot of parents and a lot of people in marriage crises. And, you know, their relationship with the Lord, usually the, what I'm hearing about it is, is a cry and plea for help rather than um, this submission of laying their life out before the Lord and asking for wisdom and counsel before we get to the crisis. Mm-hmm. So mine feels slightly different in that... Um, they're, they're crying out to the Lord, but it's because they're in crisis mode, not because... the Egyptian army's chasing them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. So they didn't um, position themselves to have a relationship with the Lord where there was guidance and wisdom that they were seeking as much as come and rescue me mm-hmm. from this misery, pain, heartache. Yeah. And I think that's part of, you know, talking about this is great time of the year. You know, January is where we figure out what are we doing this year? What are we going for? Sometimes people can do it all in one day and or night before or whatever. I I feel like I'm a month long long process to figure out what what's going on. But I do think if you can kind of position your heart to be more like David, I don't know that you would live in this the Egyptians are coming. Mm-hmm part of your life. It's just a real part of life, right? It's like um, I, I'm I'm generally making health changes based on I can't do that anymore. It hurts. <laughs> you know, I got to do something different. Sure. I got to change something. So, I, you know, I, I know that, you know, if I don't pay attention to how I eat, my pants are going to start killing me. They're going to just fight me all day long. They're going to be stabbing me and pressuring me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, so it gets my attention. So I do know that the Egyptian army does work. You know, if you need a, <laughs> need a little external motivation, there you go. Sure. But it, it is best to stay hungry and to stay humble and uh, to to – you know, be wise and and be willing to uh, take a rebuke and make an adjustment and not have to have pain. But you know, there's yeah. both are both are yeah. available. Well, you say people often change for one of two re- reasons: vision or pain. Yeah, or I'm finally miserable enough <laughs> to face my fear. Mm. You know, so vision, pain, or fear is kind of what it sounds yeah. like. Well, but it's still a little bit of pain. Yeah, I think the whole pain side is over there with, am I miserable enough from what I'm so afraid of? Mm-hmm. And that that dynamic, I think, is it's powerful. I mean, yeah. you can get some, <laughs> yeah, you can get your golden retriever to bite you. You know, I mean, sure. you, you know, you can get you can get somebody that's pretty docile and pretty pretty passive to finally have had enough. And they will look like a a grizzly bear for a minute, you know, because they're miserable. Yeah. So if we were to, um, I think we talked about having kind of a 
a little bit of a formula, if you will, to help people. And when I think about the vision or pain, what motivates you for this year, part of the staying in vision is kind of a healthy reflection mm-hmm. of where we've been, what God's done, what the truth is. So I think pain, sometimes pain feels a little bit selfish and that I'm consumed by it. Mm-hmm. I can only see me. I can only it's like see, being sick. I can only experience mm-hmm. right here. And not not to disregard the pain that people live in, but I think that sometimes can become this consuming factor that feels so isolating and consuming to self. Mm-hmm. So to to press on vision, I think expanding that and looking past that pain and looking to those other spots where there was um, the good, the breakthrough, the faithfulness, you know, especially if you feel painful towards God, like we kind of started out, like it's been a, a wild ride for us this last year and a lot of different areas, mm-hmm. I could, you could easily say. So to give a tool of it's kind of realigning in a place of vision is to reflect. Mm-hmm. So if you were to reflect on this last year in your relationship with God, how do we get back to vision using this tool of reflection? Mm-hmm. Just thinking back, it's hard for me to to not think in terms of the last few years. Like there's been, it just feels like... Uh, <laughs> so since 2020, it's just one year? <laughs> yeah. It feels like the same year, pretty much, you know. I wonder when it'll roll over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it feels like... All the 3,000 drama, and something. All the drama <laughs> in 20, you know, and then what was missing was some cancer. You know, that was what, that's what was missing. So two years of that, and we're kind of coming out of it now, but now the, you know, the, the, the world's coming off its hinges. You're know, like, okay, what, do you, what is the deal here? And I think if you look out, you, you, you miss it. And, and so, there's been so many things... That that God has done to stabilize me on the inside mm. in this in this ball of time, and the two of them, I th- the ones that really stand out to me was uh, just in helping me handle having a wife who's so dominated by a, you know a diagnosis and a and for a while it was chemo and surgeries and just her body recovering constantly. And the Lord just spoke to me and said, you know, it's her birthday. And I thought, well, I would, no, 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 it's February. It's not her birthday. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's a long way from her birthday. And the reality of responding long term, you know, having a plan that's going to sustain me. The Lord gave me that strategy. Like, oh, for some reason on her birthday, <laughs> you got nothing. You got nothing but service for her. You, were you know? extra. Yeah, yeah. You're all extra about attentive. all about her today, aren't you? You know, and it's like, oh, that shift, wherever that shift comes yeah. from, when it's her birthday, I can make that any day. Yeah. And, you know, it's been her birthday for over 2 years now. <laughs> It's the longest birthday ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, that has really impacted me. 
in my in my daily. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm, I'm I'm living. And the other thing is, I've got. Um, I don't even. I think it came from maybe Sharon and Kylo. You, I can't remember where this this came up, but all of a sudden I started saying, "My God is powerful. My God is with me." My God has called me, so I know I'm right where I'm supposed to be, and my God works all things together for my good. So there's always hope. Mm-hmm. You know, and so my God is powerful, my God is with me, my God has called me, and he works all things together for my good. This has just been ringing in me morning to night, especially when I'm facing uh, an unknown outcome. Yeah. You know, and finances and kids, adult kids, grandkids, <laughs> you know, my own physical body, you name you name the area and um it it, it is framed up ready to go in me and I can explore every one of those and find comfort. If you're ready for a life-changing transformation, head on over to kylouniversity.com now and start your journey towards a more fulfilling future. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Your transformation begins at Kylo University. Visit kyloyouniversity.com today. I don't know that I feel like mine is clear maybe as yours you're you have a very clear birthday mom's birthday and your kylo you mantra but i've heard you say i don't know it does feel newer i don't know that i I remember you saying god is good all the time god god is good i mean you would go back and forth in mountain chapel days that's what i remember <laughs> that, that seemed like a long time ago. <laughs> it's a very long time ago. But that's why I remember it saying you were saying it. So that's why I'm like, that's what comes. I know Bill said it. I don't even know where it came from. It's just it's something that you say. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, even remember. Yeah, it's kind of like a, he is risen, he's risen <laughs> indeed. You know, like where did that come from? I don't know. I, we've been saying it for a while. But I can see myself in the theater in Weaverville. <laughs> Saying it after yeah. you say it. So anyways, but there's memory lane for you. I think um, I think in the reflection of, you know, it's been a crazy two years. Yeah. It's not necessarily over, but it's, you know, I don't, I don't, it doesn't sound good to say this, but like the sticker shock of it is, is less. It's mm-hmm. just annoying, mm-hmm. I'll say. I think, you know, all of mom's hard things are hard. I think being the kid is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Again, then you add, we all live together, work together. So, you know, it's not like there's many breaks in between. Yeah, it's not like we're in Connecticut <laughs> so giving you an update twice <laughs> you know, a year. Yeah. Get yeah. on the phone with no. you. No, there's none of those moments. But no. I, th- I think the how I see God is good in the midst of what feels like um, all those pain, scary, hard is in my own kids. Mm-hmm. I think that's the I think the most beautiful thing that keeps me grounded to 
I know I'm contending for mom's healing and, you know, all those times when we walk through good diagnosis, bad diagnosis, unexpected, you know, family crap. I mean, again, the last couple of years feels like a a snow globe of mm-hmm. daggers. But I think, again, going back to watching our kids is like, I don't know why it's this recentering of the purity of God, the goodness of God, the the joy in the little things, you know, like watching Adeline, who has just blossomed into this young lady, and then her curiosity about the Bible, about who God is, what he looks like, watching her step up into leadership. Like they're they're just not tainted by this pain. Mm-hmm by this disease. So then you're just like renewed, like, that's right. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get to have this, you know, they're, they're almost the, the encouragement of um, reminding you of how good God is, is mm-hmm. that, you know, that innocent, like, let the children come to me mm-hmm. on purpose because children don't have a bunch of crap that they seem to have to, you know, filter through like adults do. You know, we see all the worst case or something, but... And then watching Delaney, you know, she's <laughs> she sent us a video not too long ago um, of her just sobbing her face off as she's trying to talk, which is like her mother right now. So, you know, <laughs> like mother, like daughter here. But she's just talking about the encounter she's having in at school and BSSM and healing rooms and, you know, watching people get healed. And then basically she's just absolutely shaken by the love of God. Mm-hmm. And so these are just these moments where I I think I embrace the okay God you're you're just reminding me of your purity and the pursuit. Mm-hmm. You know, in the midst of what feels overwhelming, you know, I get to look at my kids and go, "Oh, they are so unfazed." Mm-hmm. You know, they are. I won't I won't say they're unfazed, but I I think that the reflection is just being able to see that they keep chasing back to the Lord. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to keep leading that. I want to keep having that as my same anchor. And I think it's because we keep doing that. Yeah. You know, that's what we chase down. And, you know, the other day we were at church and a band asked, you know, if you wanted to kind of just go after his presence to go to the front. And I was laughing because I felt like we were at a... Um, God's presence, not Banny's presence. Not Banny's presence. Yeah, yeah just yeah. to clarify because <laughs> you're concerned. Um, but he... we were. I was laughing because Ben and I are up at the front and the kids weren't and I was just laughing. I'm like, I feel like I'm at a youth conference. Like Ben and I are just at the front both crying and just worshiping and just so grateful for, you know, the presence of God that rests in us so that we can just operate in the day-to-day. And so, I mean, that kind of leads right into the the next R. And we have three R's here. We have you know reflect mm-hmm. like what what has it been like? What has been you know what is what is God at work doing? And then the realignment is what you're talking about, which is yeah, you're you're in a snow globe full of daggers. That's a nice <laughs> illustration there. Like and and, and uh, I have Kepler on, but it's still <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he found a spot that wasn't covered. Ow. Yeah. 
but what is God doing? Yeah. What is God doing? Because we tend to, the, the anxiety and the hopelessness comes from God's not doing X, Y, and Z. And right. then we just spend the rest of the day looking at X, Y, and Z, and we're so discouraged and so disconnected and so anxious. But what is he doing? Mm-hmm. So we, we turn our attention to, well, he's doing this and he's doing that. And look at this and look at that. And that worked and this is happening. And that that's an opportunity. And mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, you really do have to choose, though. Yeah. And so the realignment is a type of repentance in that I will no longer meditate day and night on what you're not doing. Mm-hmm. Well, and it because it definitely doesn't fuel any kind of vision. Well, it just it just makes you more scared. I, yeah, it absolutely more just... more of a control freak. <laughs> this is not what we need. You're over not here. controlling your freaking <laughs> self here. You're out of control. So you know, it's it's definitely the, I guess, chasing it down over and over again to where, I, I mean that realignment piece. I think it is, you know really reading the word of God. And, you know, we talked about before, like, what does it look like to be a king of a country? I just think I'm wandering through the desert for 40 years, you Mm -hmm. know, and somebody does something stupid and we all have a plague. I'm (laughs) I'm surprised. I I volunteer to kill that person. (laughs) You know, I just, it's just (laughs) kind of crazy to think about, you know, why wouldn't you just have yourself you know, focused on the Lord and just like, okay, I want your presence. That's all I want. I don't want anything else. And, you know, we don't live with in the space where someone sends in your family and you all have a plague, thank mm. goodness. But it's just, it's still that, um, you know, can you go back to realigning yourself with the Lord? Can you chase after his presence? Can you lead in that? And, and then what does that look like? Because, all of our listeners are different from stay-at-home moms to someone working a, you know, I don't know, 60-hour week, something crazy, some mm-hmm. crazy job, you know, that they squeeze us in in between the crazy. Um, but it's, you know, what are you doing to feed yourself that keeps you connected to the source? Mm-hmm. You know, once, once I've shifted my gaze and I'm now actually looking at what God is doing, then the third R is to re-engage. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so I've reflected. It's kind of where I, I, I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm getting some perspective. Uh, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. It's largely due to the guesswork is way, way less. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I now I'm going to realign with what God is doing in mm-hmm. my life and meditate, focus on, partner with him in that. And then here comes the re-engagement. Mm-hmm. So I now need to re-engage, which means that there was some adjustment. Mm-hmm. And I probably have to write it down. <laughs> yeah, probably this is probably a, wise. This is probably a good thing to just <laughs> in, in this process you get to and we're going to do this with, you know, self and others as well, but when you get to this spot here, this would be a good good time to just write down what the Lord is saying, mm-hmm. uh, what you see He's doing, and and where is your partnership assignment with Him? 
Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it may not be a year long something something something, but it is what you can see. And and you know, sometimes the you know, the Lord is lighting up your path, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see your next step. Like, okay, well, that's what you're praying for. That's what you're doing. Like, what is the next step? Because sometimes that's that's the assignment. And the assignment is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You know, the here you go. That this is the assignment for you. Like, I thought it was start plan a church or start a business or make a billion dollars or whatever, get married. Like, no, your assignment right now is to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm. So that's why you can see the next step. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 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 that makes total sense. And it's it, it's true. And then, and then without a vision, my people perish. You're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, so you better be able to see the big picture as well. <laughs> yes. And that is a, another season in life. And sometimes it really is to open up the dreamer, to open up the creativity, to open up the hope in your life. And now you've got to like, okay, what do you see? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a uh, e-course, I think. <laughs> of course, it's, it's some version. We did something for Dare to Dream. I remember we wrote. Is it is it an e course? Um, yeah, you did a course. I don't know where it is, but well, it's in the Life Academy. Okay, yeah, it's in there somewhere. Anyway, it's about you know that that whole process of dreaming. Mm-hmm. Like, get your dreamer going because you you have to. Uh, I I challenge people to write down a hundred dreams and. It's it's not as easy as it sounds, especially because you like pretty soon you run out of. Uh, I think this is what the Lord would want. I think this is what the Lord would want. Instead of this is what the Lord has stirred in me to want. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you, you if you give Christmas presents to your kids, you go here you go. I want you to have this. Here you go. Merry Christmas. You're like yeah. oh thanks yeah. Uh, I wrote down that list of things that I wanted, you know, but uh, this is good that you got me something you wanted. Socks. Yeah. And you're like, that's the difference, really. The the intimacy piece with the Lord is in I get to express my heart and my desires, and then I watch him respond. That's a relationship. You know, Mm -hmm. I need something. I understand we all died and we all, you know, resurrected in Christ. I get all that, and I'm still me. I'm still not you. I'm still not the preacher, and I'm still not you know somebody from the past. I'm <laughs> I'm me, yeah. and I have these weird desires. And the Bible tells me that those desires on display put who I am on display. I was uniquely created. We're not a assembly line full of colognes, any more than your own children are the same. You know, mm-hmm. you try to get the same gift for all your kids. Unless it's a puppy. I don't really know that's going to work out. <laughs> yeah. Well, the oldest one knows, oh, no, we got a puppy. I got to feed it. Yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, there's, you know, it's all, all that. It's just a, or it's a wrong puppy or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're all uniquely created, and that really shows up in what we desire, what we dream about, what we hope to see. And when the Lord meets you right there and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I, 
I've always wanted to ride a dolphin ever since I first saw it on that little show I watched and da-da-da. And then here I am, 60 years old, riding a dolphin like, Lord, you see me. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's – it doesn't matter if it's one of your dreams. It just matters that it was one of mine and the Lord met me there. Mm -hmm. So – He's lighting up my path. He's lighting up, you know, the next step of my life. At the same time, he is saying, do you see me? Because mm -hmm. I see you. Let me show you. In the re-engage portion, I, I think that some of this, you know, even the reflect, realign, and re-engage is, is kind of helping prepare you to be bold enough to have those dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, because I think some people get to the, you know, the new year and maybe last year was hard. And so that's, I think that's part of why it's set up this way is so that you can have that place of having hopeful dreams and expectations mm -hmm. to re-engage with the Lord. And mm -hmm. so if you, if you skip the other two parts, you might find yourself in, you know, maybe you already are walking those two daily, which is great, but you just, if you just start, I think the thing I'm hearing is that you can't just start writing things down and hoping that it's, gonna stick <laughs> you know it, it should be a process of is this really the desires is this really where I feel like God's calling me and then you know the the practical activation of putting it into action yeah I think reflecting is going to put me in touch with gratitude mm -hmm. and then realignment puts me in touch with repentance and there's and there's a grace on that humility and then the re-engagement is really where I'm boldly coming into the throne room of grace, and I'm 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 ready to receive. I'm I'm ready to ask. I'm ready to exchange. And I think that's the happy place with us and the Lord is is that it's it's a a loving exchange mm -hmm. of life, and it's the most intimate, most trusted. If we skip these steps, you know, if I don't, if I'm not grateful and I and I'm not humble, then I come in with manipulate the Lord with <laughs> all your heart and lean on your understand your own understanding yeah. and see if you can't get your way, and that unfortunately is what we get lost in sometimes when we're so caught up in a in our cause or even as a parent, you know, when you when your kids are little. You actually spend a couple years thinking you know how this is going to turn out. Mm -hmm. You you really do. You really guys like oh I know this is this is going to go according to my plan. Nope, no, it's not. This isn't going according to your plan. Yeah, you know you're going to have to trust in the Lord with all your heart. We uh, I was talking to Addie last night. She was just struggling with the reality of Delaney's growing and. <laughs> next seasons to come and all the things. And, you know, it's just so much of this. She, I think she's just afraid. She's just so afraid she's going to lose something and, you mm. know, trying to be able to see the vision. And one of the things she said is she goes, you can see it because you're adults. Mm. I can't see it because I'm still a kid. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, well that's good feedback because mm -hmm. I'm trying to get you to see it the way I see it, which I think is, you know, I think it's going to work out great. I don't, I'm, we're good to go. I, I think that's the, the la lacking humility 
is is that perspective a little bit. I know how this is going to go. I don't. I don't. I need to be resubmitted. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> the, the older you get, the more stuff you lived through, and you realize I'm harder to kill than I thought. You know, and sure. uh, at the same time, I you know a little mosquito bite could kill me. Um, but <laughs> the the things that you actually survive mm-hmm. that are just so scary. Mm-hmm. And when you're, when you, yeah, I mean, that's beautiful that Addie saw that. I, I didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah. I, you had walked away from the table. She was in her Addie curled up ball position yeah. with a napkin over her face, reminding of my brother Taylor, um, you know, mm-hmm. not wanting to talk or feel the feelings Hilarious. that are going inside of her. And, yes. you know, again, that it's, but it's the reflecting, it's the realigning and the reengaging of, it's probably a good practice, not just in January to do these things, mm-hmm. but maybe to reflect and do that, um, you know, seasonally as you, especially on your journey with the Lord, I think it's probably, maybe, yes, put it into practice mm-hmm. for January, but maybe, I, I think a lot of times we get to the end of February and we've derailed a little bit, lost momentum. So maybe even coming back to that, mm-hmm. can you... For whatever reason, January kind of sets up our year. I, or at least maybe you were holidayed out or something. I don't know exactly what opens us up like this, but well, I think it does... It feels like a fresh because you have a brand new year. I mean, you have to write it and all these things and... Winter's pounding the out, you know. I don't know. Unless I, you live in California. Yeah. Hawaii or something. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> You know, you're kind of you're kind of a little more settled down, mm-hmm. but I think you know the idea of um, you know we're we're going to re- reset this whole thing with with some reflection and gratitude. Really, you know, I think if you write it down, you just write down what you're grateful for. Just Put it in front of you, mm-hmm. reflect on it. But but you know, what is the Lord doing, and why? Where am I so grateful? And you'll see a path light up. You'll see where he, where He's at work, what He's doing, and then you'll you'll be looking now for a, a, a fresh assignment. You'll look for or or just a affirmation of the assignment you're on, and then you you adjust. You say, not my will, but Your will be done, Lord. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I I am adjusting. And then you re-engage. And I would recommend that you come back to this list and you keep reading it and live it as a lifestyle as much as possible because uh, once a year is way, that's, that's way scary. There's <laughs> January to so, January, you only looked at that roadmap once. So, so much happens <laughs> in so. that time. So keep keep looking up at the road, you know, and, and uh, don't just look at your speedometer because yeah. you need both. It's true. All, All right. right. Well, uh, that was a good good segment to uh, kind of reprioritizing our relationship with God. Yeah. And um, hopefully you can take some of those and um, apply them and, and see what is in store mm-hmm. for your relationship because it should be a great year. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on The Kyla Show. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Never miss an episode of The Kylo Show by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch us on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Don't forget to submit your questions and testimonies to thekyloshow.com. 
The College Show is produced by Ali Armading, co-produced by Ashley Beck and Anna Hill, and show promoter Christian Zamora. Don't forget, whole healthy families are going to save the world. <laughs>